The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. I will not wear the mask. 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 I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above all. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked chime? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate the work of those who fall away. With my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmony sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph Lord, in the works of your are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And with that, good morning, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQRSTV, WXYZ people. All the boat rockers are in the house and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty Radio Show here on Red State Talk Radio where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S.-occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warned you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us this morning. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so, SonsOfLibertyRadio.com, and also SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, that's right, you can see the face that's made for radio, head over to sonsoflibertymedia.com and at the top of the page you'll see two videos. On the left side is Bradley's show from yesterday. You can watch that up until 3 p.m. Eastern today, at which time he'll go live. And so if you're wanting to hear Bradley, uh, check in at 3 p.m. Eastern and click on that and that should go to a live feed. should go. Uh, you never know what we'll be battling every day it's just sometimes it's just a mess most of the time it works great but uh sometimes we have some issues i don't know why that is uh in any case on the right side is the morning show 
And that's what we're doing now. So click on the play, blow it up on whatever device you're on. And then in the bottom right-hand corner, you'll see the Rumble icon. Just click on that. And you can jump on the Rumble chat that we have over there. We're also broadcasting on a number of video platforms. My personal Facebook page as well as my public one. Um, that's for however long they leave that in place, too. Um, <clears throat> we're also on Rumble at Sons of Liberty Radio Live. Please subscribe to the channel there. You'll be notified when we go live. Also, dlive.tv at the Sons of Liberty, before it's news.com, top of the page there. Also, Twitch at Setting Brushfire. And if you have Roku, we're on Cutting Edge TV over there, and we appreciate those guys carrying us also. Right up under where we're streaming live is, <clears throat> excuse me, place where you can sign up for our email newsletter. Please do that. You get one email from us a day. That's all the articles that Bradley and I and our contributors put out, and we appreciate your support in that. If you want the weekly one, the ministry, uh, email that's one once a week. Go to Sons of Liberty Radio. Sons of Liberty Radio. Sign up for that when you get that one on Saturdays. Okay, and that has what we're doing in the ministry, Bradley's article for the week, and also uh, whatever the special is that we're running. Speaking of the special, our stores open, and this week we're highlighting our necessity T-shirts. These come in black and also in blue, and <clears throat> they have. Uh, sort of this design, kind of like an American flag, but it's in with stars and the words. And the words are uh, from William Pitt the Younger. Necessity is the plea for every infringement of human freedom. It is the argument of tyrants. It is the creed of slaves. It's normally a donation of $20. This week you can get 15% off when you use the promo code necessity. And again, I try to keep that simple for you. <laughs> so if you get over there and go, what was that promo code? Well, it's necessity. It's part of what the t-shirt is, right? So you put that in, you get 15% off uh, however many you want to get. And uh, this will also, the link and the promo code will be in the archives, just like it uh, always is. Also, if you'd like to support us, you agree with our message, and you'd like to help support us, there's a donate button at the top of the page. You can click that make a one-time donation. Or you can partner with us monthly as a son or daughter of liberty. And again, we appreciate all your support. Let me hit a couple of headlines here from sonsoflibertymedia.com, and we will uh, move on to our Rotten to the Core Wednesday. I, I'm kind of excited about this. This is about a book that yeah, it's it's been known to be the second largest selling book behind the Bible, and now it's being used and twisted. Okay, but we're going to be talking about that in just a little bit. If you didn't get the show yesterday, second in a series, Prepping 102, Priorities, Survival Retreats, Power, and Fuel Considerations. Now, we're taking a break because it's Wednesday, and uh, we always fill the slot here with Wednesday uh, with Lynn. This is our Rotten Core Wednesday, but David's going to be back on with us throughout the rest of the week, Thursday and Friday. We're going to be taking up medical. I, I'm assuming that's going to cover dental and some other things, surgical kind of things, uh, prepping. Uh, that we're going to talk about tomorrow. So that one ought to be really interesting. It's probably going to go two hours, easy. And uh, and then Friday we're going to come up, I think we're following that one up with defensive. So all you guys who've been looking for, okay, where do the firearms come in? That's when that's probably going to come in, okay? And uh, we're going to take a break for a week, and then we're going to bring David back and then the week after that. So there are lots of topics in this preparedness uh, series and again, I'm so appreciative of David to come on. I know some of you really appreciated the information he gave, and uh, I think it's going to be helpful in a lot of lives. All right, so uh, also at sonsoflibertymedia.com, while most are distracted, here's a reminder, you're being invaded by those that mean to conquer. And this is over the issue of how the Muslim world is being brought in, and not just the Muslim world. Um, you, you've got uh, the, the 
as Johnny put it the other day, the, the Roman Catholic world is being brought in across our border too, uh, through those in Central and South America coming across our border. Uh, so be aware of that too. Uh, also, Pfizer FDA document. Pfizer planned to hire eighteen hundred employees just to deal with the overwhelming reports of adverse effects from their experimental COVID shot. If that doesn't tell you something, people, and they did hire 600 more, but they planned to hire three times that, 1,800, to deal with it because they were having so many reports on it. All right? Uh, Dr. Brian Artis provides documented evidence that coronavirus is actually king cobra venom. And again, if you didn't see the Watch the Water video, you know, I'd highly recommend it. I don't normally, you know, stuff like that, I normally watch it once. I think I watched that thing like three times to kind of get all of the stuff the guy was saying. It's it's really incredible what he discovered. And if it doesn't tell you there's murderous intent behind the entire coronavirus COVID-1984 scam, nothing will. In fact, I'm I would be surprised if the people aren't up in arms, like up in arms, what that really means, once they get a hold of this knowledge and and deal with the criminals who are behind it. I mean, I really would. Check that out, sonsoflibertymedia.com. Neo-Nazi battalion just claimed Russia used chemical weapons in Ukraine, potentially dragging U.S. into war. The, the, the whole point is the Ukraine is doing it to their own people. From what we're getting from the people on the ground, from the Ukrainians themselves... They're saying it's their own, and the journalists from uh, various countries who are going in and reporting on it are saying it's the Ukrainian government who's doing it to their own people. This is nothing new. This is just like what the Nazis did. This is just like what we've had, you know, for decades now, coming out of 9-11, from our own government. False flags. If you don't believe it, the latest example is the guys getting off the hook up there in Michigan, uh, the militia guys, for... uh, Governor Witchmer, and, you know, oh, she's playing the victim as being kidnapped. No, they were trying to put her under arrest. That's their job as the militia. Read Article 1, uh, Section 8, Clause 15 of the Constitution. They're to enforce the law. That's what they're there for. Uh, instead, what do we find out? We found out the FBI was behind it all. Yeah, this is why they need to go. This is why the CIA needs to go. That They need to be, as John F. Kennedy said, splintered into a thousand pieces and spread to the wind. That's what needs to happen. And um, and yet, they're still in place. They're still in place. Undercover Ohio cop picks up mom, pulls car next to building so she can't escape, and kills her as she begs for her life. And here's the thing. This woman uh, was caught there, and you ought to hear the testimony of the cop who did it. I mean, this guy... <sighs> <sighs> Yes, there is a special place in hell for people who do what this guy did. I'm just, I'm just saying. Also, sonslibertymedia.com. We the people are the new permanent underclass in America. And then this one. Uh, if Americans can't handle the stress now, what will happen when everything collapses? I, I got to play this for you, okay? Because this is a grown woman that you're about to listen to, okay? It's about 30 seconds. This is a grown woman, I, I stress that. This is not this is not a teenager. This is not a prepubescent kid. Listen to this woman here. So I keep getting um, crickets in my house. I don't know why. I've never had a cricket problem before, but I, I looked it up and apparently and she's crying. It's, 
it's really bad luck to kick them out of your house. Like you're not supposed to kick them out of your house, but like, what am I supposed to do? Like, let you stay here? Now there's like 36 crickets running around because I did kick out one. And let me tell you, I had a really, really horrible week after that. And now they're just running around. It's like, like, where were this lady's parents? I just want to make a piece of toast and you're in my way. And I open a cabinet. It's just like, oh, hey, cricket that I can't kick out of my house. Can you please just leave? I don't want to kick you out. I just want to ask you nicely to leave. My house is just infested with crickets. There's nothing I can do about it. There's nothing you can do about it. Um... You know what? There's a there's a part of me that wonders, when I saw this, I almost wanted to laugh. And then I thought, does, does this lady have dad in her life? Did, did, did she have mom in her life? I mean, I'm, I'm serious. Because mom and dad are the ones to direct them over these kinds of things and get them over this hump. A, a problem with crickets? Seriously, this is, not, this is not a difficult thing to deal with. Get yourself a cat. They'll deal with them. They won't play this game and cry about, oh, please, crickets, where you go. They'll do it. Uh, anyway, that's it. And I got one more that I want to do. This one is a good one, okay? Um, I mean, you guys know how I feel about unconstitutional wars and all this other stuff, okay? You, you understand what I, what I feel about that. But this I got yesterday, and I thought it was a very moving, very touching video of a disabled veteran and what he was willing to do when he saw his neighbor's uh, flag fall off the pole. Um, yeah, I, I'm just going to say that. You guys are listening by way I'm of the crying. Radio. Okay. They say I'm crying. I'm just going to turn the sound down for this. So this veteran is in a wheelchair, and he's obviously being taken for a walk. I, I'm assuming it's probably his wife uh, who's walking with him. He's in a wheelchair. He sees the flag is blown off his neighbor's uh, flagpole. He gets out of the wheelchair. He's got a uh, he's got a cane. He's disabled. He walks over himself. He doesn't get the lady who's with him. I, I'm ass- again. I'm assuming it's his wife. They've got their faces kind of uh, blocked out. So they get the flag up. They walk up to the door and try to reach the neighbors. And uh, they can't. They can't reach the neighbors because I guess they're not at home at the time. And he keeps trying. And when nobody answers, he... <laughs> I guess this is why she's saying, just leave it. You know, put it up somewhere and leave it. And he's like, no, 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 we're going we're gonna to do this right. And they fold up the flag. Just like they do when they're about to present it, you know, when uh, uh, a veteran has died and they fold it up into the triangle and they're going to leave it. They're going to leave it there. Now, this guy didn't have to do this. He, they were on their sunny walk. And yet they took time to go. And to show respect. Tucked it in, folded it up nice and neat. And he salutes the flag after it's folded. No, there's nobody around. I mean, what's being captured here is coming from the doorbell camera. Okay? And then he leaves it outside the door. There's some kind of little 
place there, like a shelf or something that he leaves it there. I thought it was very cool. Um, what the guy did, he has, he had tremendous respect for, uh, what was there. And, uh, yeah, that was, that's the good, there's, you know, there's lots of good news too. I used to do a report when I was at Freedom Outpost, uh, the good news for whatever day it was. And I would get like 10 things from all over. And there was always lots of good things. There really was. Um, some people say, oh, that's just too touchy feeling. This and sometimes we need a laugh. Sometimes we need, uh, you know, a, a picking up, if you will. And uh, I thought that was one of those kinds of things. But this is Rotten to the Core Wednesday. <laughs> I talk about the good, and then I say, well, it's Rotten to the Core Wednesday. We're going to deal with that. And as always, I have with me the Common Core Diva, Lynn Taylor. And Lynn's going to talk about something that's really nice. Let me, let me put this up first, uh, because some of the images you're going to see um, that we're going to show in this one is from, I, I've showed you this before, The Dangerous Journey. Pilgrim's Progress, and again, I've got this one too. But this is the one we're going to show the images from. This is uh, illustrated by Alan Perry. We want to give a shout-out to Alan Perry. And um, I know who the guy was. They, they basically used the original words of John Bunyan. Again, this is The Pilgrim's Progress is the second biggest-selling book of all time behind the Bible. Um, but they used the original words of John Bunyan. It's carefully selected by Oliver Hunkin, and this is illustrated by Alan Perry. And you're going to see some of the images uh, because I picked those up earlier. And then this one is the Pilgrim's Progress that I have, um, which is it's quite thick, as you can see. But it also comes with a CD-ROM. And the CD-ROM has, um, uh, if I'm not mistaken, it's got like little puzzles. It's got all kinds of stuff in it, if you can pick this up. And you can. Uh, eBay has them from anywhere from $15 to $25, something like that. It's got a CD-ROM. It's got uh, some guys who did some... Um, actor voices, and so you get Pilgrim's Progress given to you in sort of a narration that's sort of act, acting, uh, excuse me, actor voices and stuff like that. So we're going to talk about some of that stuff and how it's being manipulated today uh, to advance a you know a global agenda, if you will. So good morning, Lynn. You want to tell us a little bit about what we're fixing to get into? <laughs> well, good morning, everyone. Let me show you since you showed yours. This is my version very thin. This is from 1911, and it's literally falling apart. But it was part of a series for young folks, and it was illustrated. And my illustrations are all black and white. Well, of course, you could tell by the age of the paper, it's going to be brown and black. But anyway, point of it is, here was the series, Pilgrim's Progress, Robin Crusoe, Alice in Wonderland, Through the Looking Glass, Black Beauty, Rip Van Winkle, Mother Goose, Woods Natural History, The Lives of the Presidents, Arabian Nights, Anderson's Fairy Tales, and the Story of the Bible. That was um, the entire series, so this was one of them. But um, I just thought this time of year, Tim, it would be nice to take a little break and look at one of our classic books, tie it back as much as we could to Holy Week, and we're going to hang out here this week and next week. But I also wanted us to look at how the Common Core Machine has taken something as classic and wonderful and as, as scripture-based as this book is and twisted it, as you said, for a global agenda. So with that said, let me read you just a little bit about John Bunyan, because he is the one who wrote it. John Bunyan was the most popular religious writer in the English language, was born near Bedford, England in 1628, and learned the trade of a tinker. 
he was dis, uh, he was disappointed in his youth and then enlisted in the army of the parliament in 1645. He married about the age of 20, soon quit the army and joined the Baptist. After passing through several spiritual conflicts, he became a preacher in 1655. He preached at Bedford till 1660 and was then committed to the Bedford jail in which he was confined 12 years. Before he left the prison, he began the book that has made his name immortal. Pilgrim's Progress Stole Silently into the World. Not a single copy of the first edition is known to even exist anymore. But soon the irresistible charm of the book, which gratified the imagination of the reader with all the action and scenery of a fairy tale and left on his mind sentiment of reverence of God and sympathy for man, began to produce its effect. The Pilgrim's Progress has passed through a larger number of editions, more so than any other book except the Bible. It soon followed by Holy War, which was, if the earlier book did not exist, would have been the best allegory that had ever been written. Besides these two great books, he wrote many other religious works, amounting in 60 in all large and small. And after his liberation, he resumed his ministerial labors at Bedford, and he died August 31st, 1688. You know, we have much to be thankful for from for Bunyan. Uh, and, mm-hmm. you know, he, he, he is, his daughter, I believe, was blind. Uh, he missed a large part of her growing up. But mm-hmm. the great thing that I learned from Bunyan in Pilgrim's Progress is, though he was like Paul, Though he was in jail, he wasn't a guy who was just sitting around pumping iron, you know, wasting his time. He wrote this book in jail. And again, it became the second most, the biggest selling book of all time behind the Bible. And uh, and that's been for centuries now uh, mm-hmm. that that's been the case. And we still learn from that today. This is why it's a little... Um, it gets under my skin where people will take good things that have been done by men that God has used, and they will manipulate them for these mm-hmm. kinds of things, much the way Satan does the scriptures himself. Right, absolutely. Now, if you can find Holy War, I would suggest that you find that one. Um, that even had slipped my mind about you know going back and getting it, because I found this. I think this particular book, which is literally falling apart, I think I found it at a secondhand store for for next to nothing. But it's interesting, if you've not read Pilgrim's Progress, or maybe it's been a while, note that Bunyan starts the entire book with an apology. Not many authors do that. In fact, I don't know of any other book I've ever read, Tim, and correct me if I'm wrong, have you ever read one where it starts off with the apology of why you even wrote it? Well, a lot, yeah, I, there's a lot of uh, old Puritan books and things of that nature mm-hmm. that, that do introduce themselves that okay. way. And so okay. Bunyan would have come in that kind of a line. Um, right. I remember you were mentioning that he was a tinker. Most people don't mm-hmm. know what that is. He just fixes little things. You know, uh, At that time, mm-hmm. it would be certain uh, utensils that were used in things. Right. But I remember John Owen, who was well-educated. Uh, he wrote the great book, uh, The Death and the Death of Christ. And um, John Bunyan said, man, I would give up all of my education, all this other stuff to Mm -hmm. preach the way John Bunyan does, because people were amazed that he was so fascinated with John Bunyan's preaching. And and John Bunyan was just he was just one of the boys. He was just he was just Mm -hmm. a person like anybody else. And he didn't put himself up above it. 
And the people, they, they appreciated that about him, and that's why they would flock to come and hear him. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm just going to read the first paragraph of his apology. When at first I took my pen in hand, thus for to write, I did not understand that I at all should make a little book in such a mode, nay, I had undertook to make another, which when almost done before I was awake, I thus begun. Okay, so with that said, as lovely as Pilgrim's Progress is, and we are going to be getting into next week, is going to be kind of exciting because we're going to be looking at an updated version where they took it to political arena, which we're very much in, and it's going to be very interesting. That's next week. Uh, and we'll also be looking at all the scripture references that Bunyan did use in his uh, allegory Pilgrim's Progress. But this week, what I wanted us to do was to look at the way it has been manipulated. But I also wanted us to uh, uh, warn homeschoolers that you are being targeted through Pilgrim's Progress for a lot of this. And we'll get into that. But if you would please show the image, Tim, that I sent in, it was in the drive document. It was that image where you saw the um, Pilgrim's Progress then and what we're seeing now. This is from uh, 2019, and I did this as a part of a presentation for a concerned group of taxpayers. And uh, what I did was I took Pilgrim's Progress and I did it through the educational lens of how we've taken something good and how we've seen it manipulated to harm us. And so uh, that's what I wanted folks to see, if you can pull that up. And I know it might be hard to blow that up, but um, yeah, you'll see the then and you'll see the now. This will be in the archives for you so you can blow this up, but it'll tell you, okay, back in Pilgrim's Progress time, here was the virtue, Here's how it was taught, and then, of course, what the Common Core machine has done to it. Okay. Well, and let's let's address that yes. for the radio audience sure. too. Sure, uh, I'll would. give you the mm-hmm. classic education of what it what it was, and then okay. how they're trying to reform, uh, not even reform, sure. distort it. That's what they're trying to do. Right. So mm-hmm. it was learning journey begins. Now it's prescribed tracking begins. Private values and beliefs were promoted. Now it's collective social justice. Private thoughts, now it's social-emotional manipulation. Worldly wise uh, and personal best, now it's a global citizen, greater good. Goodwill, now it's equity and equality. Local control and parental choice, federal control, no choice. Traditions, now it is conditioning tolerance. And so I, I want people to understand how they're manipulating. And look, they do this with the Bible too. Mm-hmm. You hear these pe- mm-hmm. you hear these government, big government people like Nancy Pelosi, especially Nancy Pelosi. <coughs> excuse me. The only time she'll quote the scripture is to misquote it, is to twist right. it. Oh well, God would have us take care of the poor. Yes, us as in individuals, not us as in government. The government. And yeah. mm-hmm. so, so a lot of that gets twisted. So that the the power, if you will, of love or charity, same thing, mm-hmm. is promoted by the beast rather than the individual. And the beast is not to love. It's not. It's not uh, constrained to love. It's not. It doesn't exist to love. It exists to punish the evildoer as a minister of God. But individuals are charged. We're charged. Not only is the body of Christ, Jesus says, they'll know that you're my disciples by your love for one another, but we're commanded to love one another. The law is that, is to love God, the first four, uh, the first table of the law. And the second table of the law is like it, 
love your fellow man, love your neighbor. And so mm-hmm. all of that's being twisted into this thing of manipulating the roles of the individual towards the government and you know, letting the government, quote unquote, love, which it never mm-hmm. does. It, it is an oppressive right. force is what it is. Right. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for detailing that uh, particular image. But yeah, that was from 2019. And how awful that here we are three years later. And ooh, it's still in our faces and it's still gotten even worse. So uh, if you would, that very first now in today's archives, you're going to be getting a document where I put all these links so that if we don't get them uh, to get to them today, so you can see them, you can go and see for yourself. You could go and study this because um, one of the things that we're going to be doing over on the Liberty Bells is we're going to be putting together a summer workshop for families based on Pilgrim's Progress, based on scripture and using a character uh, reference uh, book that will tie in art and nature to go with it. So we're going to be doing that. So I wanted folks to see because some of these resources, as I said, are being purposely targeted for homeschoolers because, again, you have to get everybody on the conformity wagon. You can't leave anybody out. So the very first resources will be um, all in a link. It'll say for show number one. It'll say for show number two, because, again, we are going to be doing this again next week as well. So the very first link, Tim, I wanted folks to see this is where that social justice is coming in, and it's doing it through the lens of Pilgrim's Progress because if you'll remember, as Christian goes through his his journey, he meets a lot of people along the way. And this particular interview is showing you, well, as we go through our, our lives in this world today, that we need to be uh, aware of the social justice and how much manipulation is going with it, how much bullying is going with it, because it's got that militant mindset. So that is that very first link. And this is from the sword and the stone. Okay. It is, I can't remember how long this one is. The sword and the trowel. Oh, sorry. Sword and the trowel. Yep. My mistake. That's well, okay. I, <laughs> That's okay. It's, it's wrong in the, in the link then. Okay. Sorry about that. Okay. Sword and the trowel. But anyway, that is a very, very interesting uh interview so when you have time you can go and listen to that yeah and we by the also, way this is from uh tom askell he uh heads up mm-hmm. the uh, the founders ministries in the uh, southern baptist convention i think he's out of cape coral florida so if anybody is down that way and you're mm-hmm. looking for a church uh tom tom's a good man yep Absolutely. Okay, so sword and trial. Sorry about that. Okay, now the next thing we have for you in this particular uh, set of resources will be Great Minds. Now, Great Minds has aligned itself to the Common Core, and they're now using Pilgrim's Progress through the Common Core machine to teach English. All right. And so you'll be able to have that as well and be able to see, okay, this is how we're chopping up this classic book. And if there ever was a if ever there was a book that did not need to be chopped up, it would be this one, because if you if you just pull out certain things, you're not going to get the entire uh 
you're not going to get the entire body of work. You're not going to get the entire message. But see, that's what Common Core has done to our English language. It has chopped it up in bits and pieces. I mean, you know, you may not like Shakespeare, but even Shakespeare's classic works have been chopped up so that the entire context is totally ruined. And only what the agenda point that is being focused on is what you will get in your your lessons. Okay. Then um, you'll see the Teachers Pay Teachers link that will also show you how they are turning Pilgrim's Progress into a cash cow for the Common Core machine. Uh, You will see, oh, this one you need to show, Gandhi on Pilgrim's Progress. Now, if you want to talk about uh, the UN's Sustainable Development Goals, this is where they come roaring through is in this particular article as well. Okay, so there you go. And this this was to celebrate Gandhi when he turned 150. So, yeah, they called him a pilgrim because he was making a similar progress. I, I correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't get how because I I, wouldn't yeah, I don't either. Him, I wouldn't put him in the same book at all. No. with Bunyan. Yeah. But this is all propping up the uh, sustainable development goals. It absolutely is. Um, okay, let's see here. Uh, da, 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 da. Okay, then the next one we have, this one is where I'm saying that um, homeschoolers are going to be targeted because we have this professor out of Grand Canyon University, and she's known as Teacher Victoria. And she has a chirpy little video that she will show you about how great it is to take Pilgrim's Progress, and we're going to tie it to STEAM, which is science, technology, engineering, the arts, and math, which, as we know, is what? Part of the Sustainable Development Goals. And she will tell you, oh, yes, this is a wonderful journey. We're going to have so much fun. We're going to be doing all these things, and yet it's going to be in the vein of the science, technology, engineering, and math. And of course, you have to pay for this. Now, why I'm focusing on that is this is from the site that is called Luma Learn. It is specifically set up for home educators, Tim. It's a marketplace where you go and you select whatever course you want, you pay for it, and then you take it. And it's all online. And you and pay you, you pay handsomely for it too. <laughs> you absolutely do. Okay, this is not your bargain basement homeschooling stuff. But anyway, if you go and you just type in Steam, do that and see what entity pops up the most. Any guesses? Oh, you tell me now, Luma Learn. Yeah, yeah. If you if you'll go and type in Steam, I want to see so you can show the audience what uh, entity you get the most results from. Um, well, I mean, I don't know it's if okay. I've got to do it it's as an okay. acronym or not, it, but I mean, I'm, I'm not seeing no, no, Luma Learn. No, it's, it's okay. On Luma Learn, if you type in uh, Pilgrim's Progress, okay, you'll find oh. STEAM, but then you'll also find other related STEAM courses, and Disney is the one that oh. pops up the most. Okay. I don't even see so, a place where I can search on on. You would site. have to go through classes. I think it's up at the top. You'd have to go through classes. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And okay, just we'll let any people sub- do that on yeah. their own. <laughs> yeah, they can do that on their own. But, yeah, I just thought you might find that very interesting. So this is how. So they're promoting seeing- a lot of Disney. 
Oh, yeah, they sure are. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, uh, that's pretty much where we were going to hang out today. I did want folks to know that um, this particular professor, even though she's bringing you this lovely little smile, and if you want to play the video, Tim, that is going to be, it'll be in the resources for today. And I show you uh, where she's got the cute little video. That's the very first link in the email for the archives. It's a YouTube yep. video. I got it. If you would, yeah, if you would show that or, or let folks listen to that, because it, it, she just gives you the agenda with such a chirpy voice. All right, here we go. Hello, hello. My name is Teacher Victoria, and thank you for showing an interest in the class Pilgrim's Progress. This video will help to give you She a sounds like she's got a teenage voice or something. Like. There are four snapshots for several lessons and activities that we can see. Let's take a look. Now in chapter four, we have some lessons to learn. Our first lesson to learn is that a Christian life is sometimes difficult. But Jesus gives us his word and armor to face trouble on the way. Ephesians 6 talks about the armor of God. And it says, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the whole armor of God so that you can take your stand against the enemy's schemes. Nine. Number one, Christians sometimes doubt God and get discouraged. And it's okay. This helps us to learn about God and learn that sometimes when we doubt or get discouraged, God will reach out to help pick us back up. It will also help us to seek and look for God in new ways. Psalms 43, 5 says, Why, my soul, are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. Psalm 31 this week. What Bible verse is this? Hmm. Let's see if we can figure it out. Let's take a look. Hmm. If he's not putting off the clothes, maybe he is putting them. Hmm. If we have a half and a half, and we put them together, we have a... Something fun this week to help us remember all that we have learned so far is a chapter 11 escape room. Let's take a look. In this escape room, <laughs> all you have to do is use your mouse to click on the objects and see if we can find our way out oh no we're as you can see we have a lot of fun in this class there will be 14 pre-recorded sessions and each week will include a pre-recorded lecture with new vocabulary words and lessons to learn there will also be an application assignment each week to help brings home some of the major themes that we have learned to a real world and in real life situations in this class, there will be some great opportunities to use our critical thinking skills, personal reflections, and fun activities to really engage our student with the content material.
The story of Pilgrim's Progress has been a treasured classic in Christian literature for a long time, a favorite story for many believers. We can identify with Christians as he struggles on his journey, and we can celebrate with him as he enters the celestial city. So why choose Pilgrim's Progress? Because there's engaging content that we can learn, there's personal application to the material, and I am a credible teacher. Currently, I teach at Grand Canyon University, and I have since 2015. And I am also a licensed minister ordained in 2003. Oh I have worked with children for almost 18 years what and really enjoy it. I hope that you can come and join me in this adventure as we journey on this new path together. <laughs> I'm sorry. <clears throat> the reason the you top. should listen to me is because I'm a credible teacher and yeah. I'm an ordained minister, too. Yeah. Oh, that's but trouble the, right there. That's just trouble waiting to happen. Well, okay. But you saw at the top, it was Pilgrim's Progress through STEAM, Science, Technology, Engineering, the Arts, and Math. That's the problem. There wasn't really anything wrong with what she said. It was the way she did it. It was what she didn't say. It's what she didn't show you. Because, yes, you have to pay to see how she will take and manipulate that for steam. Uh, for steam. Now, I wanted you to, to also know about her. Grand Canyon University is a private Christian college. Uh, they are very much in the uh, UN's corner when it comes to sustainable development goals. Uh, Teacher Victoria also uh, teaches VIP Kid, which is a Common Core aligned English class for those who are in other countries and they want to learn English. She also, of course, is with Luma Learn. Uh, Udemy is where you can also find her. That is 100% aligned to the sustainable development goals because Forbes is one of the entities that was just at the Global Silicon Valley as part of the Let's Change Education. They have even recognized Udemy as one of their Change the World program recipients. Okay, LumaLearn is based in Pennsylvania. Uh, it does share all its data, though, with Google. So if you are using LumaLearn in your homeschooling, you're not as, as protected as you thought you might be as well. Uh, Again, if you look at their particular uh, statement of faith, you will see it's all about God, but you cannot ride the fence between the Bible, God, and the United Nations. You have to be on one side right. or the other. That's right. Um, absolutely. Okay. For your archives, you'll also have not only the document that I sent Tim this morning, uh, but you'll have the show that... Um, we did where the Bible in Lent has been uh, SDG to, to no end. And yes, 17 days of Lent for each one of the uh, sustainable development goals. Uh, you'll even see that Ohio State is coming in and saying, oh, yes, we need to get Lent and the sustainable development goals married because after all, we can't teach sustainability at our college if we don't have God involved somehow, uh, which is really strange because if you look at Ohio State, it is a public university and, you know, public universities are not really known for how godly they are. Um, all right, Grand Canyon University, you'll see all their STEM programming. You'll see the Common Core alignment for the VIP kids um, 
website. And then, of course, you'll get all my articles on the STEM, STEAM, and STREAM. Now, the STREAM is different, Tim, because that's what the Catholic Church has uh, spearheaded through their Common Core alignment. And that stands for science, technology, reading, writing, arithmetic, engineering, the arts, and math. So, you know, why we need to have math in there twice, I don't know. But again, if you go back and you look at the platform for UNESCO, which is behind all this alignment for a global education, you will see that uh, the Bible was manipulated. You'll see that Jesus was brought up not as a Lord and Savior, but as some very important person who brought ethics into the world. Uh, You'll also see that the goal of UNESCO was to manage education in all ways and from every angle in its broadest sense. So again, curriculum, uh, assessments, but also how education is run. So, you know, we're seeing a lot of manipulation go on in our school boards. And that is going to be another resource that that we have for you. And Tim, if you would show that, that is that very first document. We always try to leave you with a solution. And so this is what we wanted to do was have a citizen's action list for you so that when you do go to these school board meetings, you can ask some of the tough questions. For example, uh, this is from, again, that presentation that I did. Um, And it says here, when you address your school boards or county city commissioners about the egregious overreaches in local education, be sure to have a well-written, consistent statement, keep in mind time limits, based off of these questions from the Political Pilgrim's Progress, and I give you the link for that. And number one, how has the modern moral changes in society been inserted too soon in education? All right. How has this trend created more problems than solutions? And what solutions can we offer as alternatives? So, for example, all the perversion that we're seeing that is happening to our our youngest ones, like our kindergartners are getting too much uh, sexual education too soon. What would be our alternative? Because it's one thing to go into the school board and say, you know, you did this wrong and I'm holding you accountable. We should do that. But we should also work together with these people because they are the ones who are standing in the in the gap, so to speak, between our tax dollar and what's happening in the schools. All right. Number two, is your county experiencing such an economic or social crisis where these have forced changes in local education at all ages and all education related activities? For example, your libraries, your museums, your after school or community events. Are the citizens of your county in such a panic? They must keep up with all the latest trends or somehow they'll miss out or the students will somehow suffer. And what uh, what allegiance is all this tied to? Because it's not tried and true education. It has abandoned, uh, been abandoned to kowtow to the latest propaganda. And then finally, number three, as voters, Are we using that power to promote our constitutionally minded indiscriminate representatives or are we supporting those who are compromising the Constitution? Are we truly aware of who or what groups are running our schools at all levels and all education choices? So that'll be in there for you. All right. And this is what people can use themselves. I, yes. I, I like the idea mm-hmm. that you that you came and you said, hey, it's not just you're doing the wrong thing, but here's what you should be doing. Uh, right. That's that's a that's a good thing. And I, I think oftentimes parents 
do get upset that they go in and they're firing with both guns. And that's something mm-hmm. I've noticed. They'll say you're doing the wrong thing, but then they don't give them what they should be right. putting in place. So that I think that's a good idea to, uh, to remind parents for. Well, you know, that was one of the lessons that if you read the entire Pilgrim's Progress, that was one of the things that you saw. It wasn't you just met someone and you interacted with them and you moved on. Yeah, you did that. But then there was all this really rich conversation. And I know you've got a lot of images. So if you would take us through those images so that we can see some of this artwork, because uh, you said that was dangerous journey. Is that built? Is that uh, written for children, or is that for families, or, or what is that? Yeah, we got we got this. Uh, we got our mm-hmm. copy in uh, two thousand. Let me let me just bring this up. <clears throat> we got okay. our copy. Uh, people will see this thing is is shifting. Some of the pictures I took. Um, <laughs> literally, the inside you can see it's been red so much yeah. it's, it's coming apart. Yeah. And some of the pictures I had to fix. But uh, but yeah, we got this uh, for our kids. You'll see in uh, two thousand. Mm-hmm. And, okay. um, and I don't know how many, we've read this thing tons of times, uh, with our kids and then our kids would get them themselves and, uh, and they would read, but these are some of the, this is some of the, I'm going to try to slide through just some of these, uh, the, once you yes, blow it up, mm-hmm. once you blow it up, you can't like slide through them real quickly. So you have yeah. to go out of it and everything else. But, uh, this is the, um, this is Christian and I believe this is, I want to say it's faithful. Uh, mm-hmm. But they they're being held by a giant uh, despair, and you'll mm-hmm. see this is where I, this is where the page was coming apart. I kind of squeezed yeah. it together. On, I'm not a Photoshop guy, but that's kind of the, the thing okay. of what's going on. Uh, <clears throat> and then we had um, this is Pilgrim uh, climbing the mountain. Oh yeah! Oh, that's here. a good one. Yeah, yeah. And, and if then, you're listening by radio and you get home and you have the archive, you'll be able to see these. Yeah, I'll, I'll put these in there, and then mm-hmm. you have a uh, Pilgrim and. I'm wanting to say this is Faithful. I may be wrong. Faithful, was he the guy from um, Vanity Fair, or is it the different guy? I can't, I can't remember. I can't remember. Oh, my goodness, this is embarrassing. I can't remember. But these, but yeah. this is them as they're crossing the Jordan, so to speak, as they're getting mm-hmm. ready to go to the Celestial City. They've got to go through the waters, and wow. um, and they're getting ready to do that. And then this is, um, this is Pilgrim in... Um, I forget where the place was, but it's the the dark place where he's on the road alone. And the great mm-hmm. thing about the dangerous journey is like the other one. Once Pilgrim completes his task, then mm-hmm. the you know the uh, the valiant guy goes in and he gets he gets his wife and the kids and he takes them on the journey. So I didn't bring those in. This is uh, right. of course Pilgrim when he starts out. He's got the burden on his back, which is a picture of sin. He's looking mm-hmm. how to rid himself of that. He's reading the Bible and. His family and his friends, and he's got the tattered clothes. <clears throat> his family and his friends think that he's just lost his mind uh, yeah. as he as he pursues the Lord. Uh, here he is again, um, and a lot of this are just the the dangers that he faces along mm-hmm. the way. And a lot of the dangers. What's interesting in the Pilgrim's Progress is the dangers are not dangers that we would normally think. The dangers that he faces are from the the thoughts and intentions of the people he meets along the way. Because yeah. they're all on the broad and narrow way, you know, doing In fact, in one mm-hmm. place, he's walking along the way, and two guys jump the fence to come in. He goes, well, wait a minute. You didn't come by the gate. Mm-hmm. And he's warning them of what's going on. And then here he is, uh, obviously, with a cloud of witnesses before them. Uh, he and the faithful, as they get ready to cross over uh, the river into the celestial city, 
uh, picture of crossing over in death. And then here's the image where they actually, Mm -hmm. yeah, enter the gates of the celestial city. Uh, This is, I believe, a valiant. What did they call him? Something valiant. Anyway, he's he's fighting off the guys. Uh, He's the one who is, uh, if I'm not mistaken, he is protecting the family, uh, his wife, a Christian's wife, and the kids as they're making their journey as well. This is the them in their stocks and in their imprisonment in Vanity Fair. Uh, mm-hmm. And you can see, I mean, the, the artwork is, is pretty good quality, I think, mm-hmm. for the book that's, that's been done. Um, and then this is them preparing. Uh, they're, they're sort of cleansing themselves, getting ready to, before they go over the river into the Celestial City. Um and these guys, they, you can see they've got the shackles on their legs. And I forget the three, the three names, but they were slothfulness and uh, it's, it's stuff like that. And Yeah. Yeah. Valiant for Truth. Thank you, Mr. Wordsworth. I knew there was something else that went with <laughs> Valiant for Truth. That was the guy. Uh, Mr. Wordsworth is my go-to guy for those things when I, oh, that's good. Uh, that's when I have really those things. Good. All right. So these are these guys. And then you see the picture where he goes to the interpreter's house. Uh, he's told to stay in the light. And you can see that. And mm-hmm. we're told, you know, the Bible says that Satan is like a roaring lion. He's seeking whom he may devour. But you see that, and this is what I tell people, the devil is God's devil. Okay? He's on a chain. He's not off the chain. He's on the chain. And mm-hmm. this is what the interpreter tells him. He says, just stay within the light and you'll be okay. And you can see the lions are on chains that won't let them get into the area where the light is. But that light is very narrow. And you'll see where. You know, all these things are uh, here. And then I think this is the last one. This is where he's facing Apollyon. Um, and I didn't get the picture where all of the uh, the maids are sort of decking him out in his armor uh, as he's as he's staying in the house. There's, there's also some small images that are in there. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, one of them that I got to, you know, just personally, there's the guy who obviously has fallen into sin and he's kind of caged. And Christian sees that. And I remember the first time I read that and saw that, that had something that really hit me. Boy, it Mm -hmm. is, you know, any pitfall that you fall into, you can really, um, you know, imprison your own self Mm -hmm. in your own sin in that way. And that's one of the things that that Pilgrim is learning along the way. You know, he would make mistakes and the guys would call him to repentance and he would turn like evangelists and and things of this nature. So, uh, you know, for my part, I would tell people who are looking at this, who've never heard of Pilgrim's Progress, Pilgrim's Progress is about what it is to become an actual believer in the Lord Jesus and what it is to actually follow him. Mm-hmm. And uh, so many think that becoming a Christian is just, well, I ask Jesus in my heart. Well, that's not even in the Bible. That's not in the Bible, guys. It really isn't in there. The issue is you're turning, you you hate your sin, you want to be rid of it, and as you're given instruction from the Scripture, you obey that. Lynn, we got about 25 seconds here. You want to tell people oh, more about where okay. they can find out about you? Uh, you'll also get today Easter Story Cookies, a recipe for that. You'll also get the recipe for the Resurrection Rolls. And if you've not seen the different type of Easter basket, uh, search for it. It is an archived article that was first uh, featured in Teaching Home Magazine by Cheryl Kendall. And it's a family activity of how you can bring the, the godly story uh, into Easter as well. 
All right, and you can find Lynn at CommonCoreDiva.com, and be sure to go over there and support her work. Lynn, we appreciate you as always. Catch Bradley at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and we'll be back in the morning with David Pruitt and medical advice and preparedness tomorrow. See you.